Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Of the Edge of History, episode four, Charlotte may be over, but we are just getting started here on Poetry Recaps. My name is Marissa Garza, and I have a clue for you about who is joining us on the podcast today. Are you ready? I spent a lot of time on this, so better be better be <laughs> to it. A mythic community hosts a gilded after party. Who could it be? Who could be connected to the mythic community that hosts a gilded after party? The one and only Jessica Sterling. Jess, how are you? I'm here. I brought cupcakes that certainly aren't poisoned. Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> uh, really excited to talk about this episode. We get the one and the only Riley yeah. this episode. Justin Bartha sounds. Uh, <laughs> and you know what? I-, I will say he didn't disappoint in how little he contributed to everything. <laughs> and so it made me very happy to have him here doing nothing, um, getting into trouble, like almost killing people. Hey, it was great. He hosts a podcast. Okay. He does. Uh, it's like, like it's oh, not that he does nothing. I'm going on to streaming, which is <laughs> <laughs> like for the rest of the phase. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so funny. So again, um, all of the credit. Uh, Justin Bartha has the worst quotes from this episode, and I enjoyed every second of him talking. Yeah, so. he really delivers. You know, mm-hmm. he, he knew what we we knew what we were gonna get, and he he brought he brought his cupcakes. He, he did. He, he was good. Yeah. Well, before we jump in to the heart of the episode, I do just want to give some reminders and some housekeeping. We are in episode four. This is our halfway point here yeah. on National Treasure Edge of History. Uh, if you are looking to catch up, you can find all of the rest of the episodes at, in our very own feed. All you have to do is search National Treasure. I get, I'm assuming just National Treasure Poster Recaps is going to do it for you. You probably don't have to do National Treasure. No treasure hunting for the podcast. <laughs> So I think we'll, we'll get you covered there and then um, we'll be coming to you for four more episodes after this one. So that covers that. And I guess we could get right into it. Why hold back, right? When we have such yeah. a good, good episode with Riley here. So, okay. 
the episode starts off. Jess is still stumped by this clue. She decides to. I mean, I did a lot of studying in my day, but I have never created a ring of books. Like she. Was I don't know how this is helpful, but maybe she really likes circles. How her brain works. I yeah. don't know. Was- I mean, she does have like a, a magical brain. So um, maybe this is how it works. But I was just like, okay, I I loved I loved the two women. We have Jess and um and Tasha like, oh, you know, the door, the door gets knocked on. It's a strange man. Yes. You don't trust him. Big thumbs up to yes. saying, leave it at the door, you know, yes. or even just pretending you're not home. The thing that got me is they like barely <laughs> wait two seconds until he leaves. And then they grab the cupcakes and immediately are like, oh, these can't possibly be poisoned. Let me eat one immediately. And I'm like, you don't even know these. I would I would first text Ethan and be yes. like, hey, did you did you send us cupcakes? Yes, confirm. confirm. What is this? This Ethan is the same Ethan. Anyone could be Ethan, especially when you're dealing with Billy the Hacker spy lady. Exactly. Exactly. So very disappointed in this. And uh, not nearly as disappointed, though, as Ethan, who's just like, oh, all I got was a yum emoji. This really bothered me because it's like, what do you want? Like, what are you expecting? And then also he's like, well, fine. I'm going to go golfing with Nina. <laughs> Good for you. You should. She's your girlfriend. Stupid Ethan. <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm really. Like, if you can't tell, I'm really not here for the tri- like the 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 triangle situation. Couldn't care less about this love triangle. Doesn't make any sense to me. Ethan has this is a tale as old as time, where um guy friend of girl is jealous because girl is hanging out with new guy, even though he already has a girlfriend. And I'm like Ethan, you know what? You had your opportunity and you didn't take it. 100%. This is it. This is it. Yeah, like you. Got, this is. You got to watch this happen or make your move. Like, exactly. This is what you got to do. Yeah. So now he golfs with Nina, apparently. <laughs> I mean, apparently. Oren's even like, you golf? Well, it's with Nina. Oh, well, okay then. Oh, okay. In that case. <laughs> Tasha, you know, thinks that, so they're, they're like trying to solve the, still solve the clue from the last episode. And Tasha thinks that Malinche um, is a genius and could teach herself languages, which, I mean, okay. It could happen. Could totally happen. Could be a thing. But all mm. of these experts later in the episode say, no, this can't be a thing. But this yeah. is the reason why they, like, they're like, no one could solve this. And then, of course, <laughs> Riley shows up and like they really it's so funny, too, because I don't know if you noticed this, if you watched this part, but like in the previously on, mm-hmm. they had clips from the National Treasure movies in they the did. previously on, which is silly. Um, but Riley arrives in style. He's on this like plane. You know, he does the t- I call it TV planing where you don't get <laughs> off at an airport. You get off like in on the ground, like in the hangar, you know, like you just walking on the ground immediately off the plane. Um, and of course, he's we can't get Nick Cage. So we yeah. have to have Riley constantly like texting. Like uh, They are like BFFs for like, like uh, the, the amount of first of all, yeah. the amount of phone conversations these two men are having. Amazing. Mm hmm. Big, big bromance uh, vibes on that one. Yeah, they've stayed in touch, apparently. Yeah, and he calls them, like, 15 times in this episode. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, we knew that Riley had a podcast from from earlier, 
And now it turns out that this podcast is very successful because this makes sense, right? Like when you look at the releases of the the movies versus the show, it's like, okay, he wrote books. But now the thing is, again, everybody has a podcast. Hi, how are you? Um, <laughs> and so now he's this is so successful for him that they're turning it into a streaming show. And like we start off very strong with the dumb dialogue for Riley where he's like, it's, you know, podcast is for your ears and streaming is, you know, the rest of your face. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Which I got to say, though, while I was listening to it, I was like, yeah, I guess it's for the everything. Like, I didn't know. Yeah, your eyes and your ears. It's a sensory experience, you know? Yeah. Uh, Yes. He's calling Ben to let him know that Ben's going to be the first guest on this newly critically acclaimed best-selling streaming show that will be happening. Yeah. Uh, And he's in town because he's going to be attending um, Sandusky's Week. But, um, you know. Everyone's busy. Everyone else is busy. Charlotte is sick. Abigail has to work. Ben is Benning. So he has to be here by, yeah. by himself. Yeah. Uh, this tracks. You know, we can't yeah. have Nick Cage. So we're going to make an excuse why he's not here. Um, because apparently they've all stayed in touch with Sandusky over the years. So. We couldn't even get a voiceover. We couldn't. No. That was what was interesting to me. I was like, no. oh, we couldn't even get a phone call. We couldn't yeah. get a phone call from Ben. Would have been Riley. fun. Yeah, that would have been good. But yeah, this is where, like you said, Jess is like uh, talking to all these experts and all of them are saying like, no, there's no chance Melinche had like she was a traitor. She cannot have taught herself to read and write. And Jess is like getting very frustrated that yeah. no one is going to no one is buying her theory. Well, people can teach people have throughout history of all racist genders, backgrounds, all of these things that we made up to describe people, humans of all times have taught themselves how to read and write especially when they you know we didn't have you know formal schooling this is people do it because it's you know a resource and having that skill is very valuable and things like that she totally could have done this I don't this is a little suspicious to me I agree it feels a little weird that they're so like poo-pooing this idea of people teaching themselves to read and write when I'm like this this happens all the time I don't understand when like how you're gonna say if she was okay Let's put it this way. If she was like smart enough to be a traitor, right? And I don't mean yes. like there are there are unintelligent and intelligent traitors, but to like be a traitor successfully, you're essentially like a spy. Yes. And to do that successfully, you have to be at least somewhat intelligent. And so I don't understand how it's such a big leap to then go from like that to she cannot possibly have taught herself to read and write. Yes. Yeah. It was yeah. But Tasha reminds us uh, not to get discouraged because even Beyonce didn't win Star Search. And I have to ask myself, Tasha, do you know what Star Search is? Again, (laughs) again, these are not young adults are not writing this script. There is another moment later where I was like, come on. Like, I think it was Billy talks about TikTok or something. And I was just like, oh, no, no, this is this is written by a 60-year-old. It's just it's so unrealistic that Tasha would know what Star Search is. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I don't if you're a Beyonce fan, you probably do. This is probably a fact you know, but uh I was like, that makes sense for me, <laughs> but I don't know if that makes sense for other people. Yeah. No, I'm with you. <laughs> In the middle of all of this, uh just gets a text from Liam. I my eyes are still in the back of my head from this one. I cannot, I cannot. It's like maybe, maybe the two serpents is like some sort of kinky kiss. I'm like, first of all, if you're gonna be kinky, there are other things you could say. 
in this situation. But second of all, this is not needed in any way, shape, or form. It's bad flirting. It's truly bad flirting. And it's so unnecessary to the plot. I think, again, I think something this show lacks, and I lack it too, so I understand, is subtlety. Like, it doesn't know how to be subtle. It doesn't know, like... Right. We were two seconds into the show and we're like, okay, this is a love triangle. Like we knew the situation. And I think maybe the show doesn't feel like it needs to be subtle. I mean, I don't think National Treasure as a whole has ever felt it needs to be be subtle. So I feel like it's It's remaining true to those vibes. But I think what I am finding is that it hits different in a TV show than it does in a movie. In a movie, I feel like, you know, we're moving along, moving along. Like we have, we only have like this fast. And in a TV show, Yes, we only have eight episodes, but like you could stretch some of this out. You could give it a little bit more meat. You could that's what I think is really missing for me when it comes yeah. to this like translation of national treasure. I think the movies do a much better job of this than the TV show so far. And as of as of this uh podcast. Yeah, I completely agree. When we have a movie, we don't have as much time to dedicate to being subtle and kind of slow playing things. But the show has the time. It has eight whole episodes. Yeah. Not not even remotely subtle. And then Liam is like, so he's getting ready for this whole week. And his mom is just like, oh, well, if you if you don't invite your friends, you're gonna be standing alone, like talking to your grandpa's old friends or whatever. So he invites Jess and then like he ends up inviting everyone. This is such strange behavior. Okay. I I, I have been to friends weeks, but I have known them for years that's what i'm saying it's like, i mean not I, two seconds i it's it's so weird to be like oh the person i'm interested in let me invite them to my grandfather's wake and their friends it's like it was one thing okay fine just yes. fine okay like keep me company during the thing okay i get that but like and then also everyone and then else. ethan's girlfriend you're like six times removed from this whole situation it, it's so stupid it's literally the only way they could think to get all of the important players in one space at one time which is yeah. why they aren't doing it but yeah it's uh tasha of course is very concerned as she should be that like well nope. sandusky was fbi there's obviously going to be fbi there um but they're like the reason that they decide that they have to go to the wake is because they don't trust Orin, Orin not to F it up with Leah. Yeah, like they're going through, they're like, yeah, we don't have to go. Oh, but Orin's going to, oh, I guess we got to go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Say what you want. I mean, Orin's going to Orin, but also Orin handled himself pretty all right. Like he didn't mess up the stuff at Graceland. It wasn't him that like put attention to things so i'm saying i'm all i'm saying is he could get a little bit more credit like he could probably be trusted for like 30 minutes yeah i Half don't know th- what Warren is gonna do that's gonna completely right? screw everything up right like it's a very okay very we'll all go yeah. <laughs> like all right fine yeah uh meanwhile billy is at the uh, cr- the chris crease s north not nordstrom i knew i was gonna say that nostrom <laughs> does look like like, Nordstrom the secret society basically boardroom and the board is like really questioning her she's like this is personal for me because I lost my brother and she says like that's good because I'm really invested and then there's this like throwaway but Salazar (laughs) okay I have a question though Uh, maybe I missed it or maybe I've just forgotten because there's a lot of convoluted stuff in the show 
do we know who Billy's brother is? No, like, no, have no, we no. met him? No. Okay, I was like, was he the FBI agent who fell in the pit? Like, what is going oh, on? Oh, no? I don't, I don't think know. so. I don't think that was her brother. I feel like we would have been told it was her brother. Yeah, I just know this was, for me, I think this was the first time we heard his brother or her okay. brother being mentioned. Okay. Um, But Salazar, like, again, the mystery around Salazar is yet to be solved. We have no idea who this person is. Um, And she's like, don't worry, I have the next clue. And she plays the Elvis clue for everyone there. And they're like, oh, okay. Right. Again, the thing that's working the least for me is the whole Billy storyline. It's I I don't understand what's going on. Again, we're halfway through the season and I still don't understand this character's motivations. Like, now we understand that she's personally invested. Like, it has something to do with her brother. But, like beyond that oh wait could her brother okay maybe this is stupid could her brother be liam's dad (gasps) he died looking for clues looking for clues on this particular situation so that's liam's aunt which would which could explain yes could be Ooh, jessica could not be like it's not dumb look at that detective baby (laughs) Yeah, I mean, there's some something there, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, what happens next is there's a garage fight, a good old-fashioned garage fight. Charlie, who I had no idea who this person was, but Charlie really needed to get the relics. I, I don't... We, it, it really felt, by the way they played this, that we were supposed to know who Charlie was. Yeah. And it's really strange because it's just like, Billy, it's like... And again... So much about this show is so very like tropey, and it's like they like took little bits from every movie they've seen and like like a heist movie and like smashed it into a show where they're in a parking garage because of course they are. Mm-hmm. And like Billy and the other person she has left in her entourage, like come upon these two guys who just come out and like cross their arms, like <laughs> and then it's and then Billy's like, I know you're there, Charlie. And out comes this dude who I'm like, I don't understand who you are, but apparently he wants the relic because he wants to sell it. Yes. Where we know Billy wants it because her brother was involved in everything or something. But then I have to ask, like, what are you going to do with it, Billy? Like, what are you going to do with it after you get it? You're going to, like, fulfill your personal quest and then and then what? Like, you are you just going to yeah. give it to Charlie anyway so that he can sell it? You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't make any sense. I don't really know. But uh, she does have, like, a Terminator of a friend <laughs> like fighting this fight like billy has no skin in this game like she's billy's just like ah, like, eh, she has it i don't need to fight anyone uh, we just stand there and but she does say to charlie before she leaves like oh it looks like you're gonna have a boating accident or a boating accident the board wants you to have so i don't know what was happening there is she gonna tell the board again I, this is very very confused, very confusing. <laughs> Yeah, didn't understand what was going on here. Um, didn't particularly care that much. Like, yeah, I was... it really uh, the stuff I'm interested in is not anything to do with Billy. Yeah, uh, she though is very interested in everyone else because she is spying on everyone, including people going to the wake. Uh, the wake starts off, and Jess is like, "I think we can go to the clear room." Tasha advises her against this, of like, you know, hey, it's a wake, like maybe, maybe not. Yeah. Um, but Liam sees Jess. <laughs> Sorry. This, I'm going to laugh at like every single one of these. 
Because it's so cheesy, Marissa. Like, first of all, first of all, we have um, Tasha and Oren are with Jess. And as soon as Liam walks up, Tasha's like, oh, my gosh, chocolate covered strawberries. And I'm just like, you could have been so much more subtle than that, Tasha. But whatever. It is so over the top. Again, Liam and Jess have known each other for like literal days. Like not that many long, not that long. And he's just like, oh, I'm doing so much better now that you are here. And they start commiserating. It's, it's so over the top. They start commiserating on, like, the annoying things people say to you when you lose someone. And this, like, was uh, kind of silly and true where you get, yeah. like, the, oh, they're in a better place or at least they're not suffering or time heals all wounds. Like, on and on and on and on about all the very, like, cliche things people say to you when you lose someone and how they're very tired of, of hearing those things, right? Like, the reason Jess didn't want to go to the wake um, was because she it brought up uh, mm-hmm. memories of her mother's wake, which I wish they had explored that more because it felt like as soon as she got to the wake, everything was fine. She was good. Well, because Liam was there, Jess. Yeah, and he's he's, he's so, so dreamy. dreamy. So dreamy. What I did appreciate about like that little wake chat is um, I always, I always, whenever I'm at one of these events, is like everyone thinks it's about the person who has who has deceased. So mm-hmm. they'll say things like that person's no longer suffering anymore things like that but i'm here i am suffering <laughs> like i'm the person yeah. suffering so i enjoyed that little kind of conversation that reminded us of that i was like oh here's some here's a little bit of something <laughs> it did feel more <laughs> modern others. right yeah. it definitely felt more modern of like this is how um the you know young people in this world view uh these types of things where it's not comforting to hear those things most of the time i shouldn't speak for everyone i know it, that it, wouldn't comfort me yeah. um maybe some people would find it helpful not for me i think like that makes you kind of feel worse like oh they're in a better place it's like no they're not like they should be here with me um like i'm suffering i don't you know it's like you said, most of those types of um, funeral processions, right? Funerals, wakes, memorials, those types of things, they're more about the people who are left behind, less so than the person who is gone. Even though you are remembering them and like honoring their memory, um, it's it's more for like uh, most people think, and this isn't true for everyone, but like gathering and and talking about that person will help you in your grief Mm -hmm. uh certainly true for some people not for all some people would rather like grieve privately but um yeah i thought that was at least that felt like a more modern conversation yeah i was like this is like a trauma-informed discussion like we are like really kind of you know fleshing out grief for the brief 30 seconds that we had it but it was yeah. you know there were more dimensions there was more nuance in that conversation than we've had in others so I I, I gave them a golf clap on yeah. that one yeah and one of the one of the things that comes up is you know just as you know people always say that hope or that time heals all wounds and she's like I hope that one's true like again getting back to like we'll take this conversation about grief turn it into flirting again Liam's like yeah, yeah they're like very close together when they're having this conversation again it's very like it's so ham-fisted it's not subtle at all of like we're the same yeah. um that's and it's like- just I don't I don't know that that's true not not diminishing Liam's loss in any way but I don't think all grief is identical and I think like uh again maybe they do feel like they're the same but i feel like it's a bit different to have jess's mom who uh, uh seemed to have been sick for a while um pass away 
and someone she is like right her mom was like a single parent and everything yeah. versus liam's um estranged grandfather um you know passing away it, it just feels a little different i don't know maybe that's just me um speaking out of turn but it really doesn't feel um identical maybe if, if, if liam was close to his grandfather i feel like that's a little a little different but it felt like he always resented his grandfather for like his father's passing so yeah yeah i think um there's a lot of heightened emotions that are getting confused with each other between these two or at least that's what i'm putting that's what i'm projecting onto the situation onto this very simple love triangle exactly we're just we're just expecting here's what it is this is a like a teen romance mystery with romance being predominant right over the mystery um and we're wanting it or expecting it or wishing it was something more uh (laughs) than than what it is um but i can't help but like joke about it because it is it is very over the top and ridiculous it is is. speaking of over top and and ridiculous q warren who is freaking out because Riley is at the wake and he's like, I have to go home. I have to get my books for him to autograph. And this is where Tasha's like, Oh, maybe it's okay. Maybe it's okay if I bring up the clue because you know, Riley's here and he wasn't here before. And you know, he's not retired. Yeah. She's just like, Oh, we should ask him. Come on. We should ask. Yeah. And I, I just think this is so funny. And this, this makes sense. I guess we're like, they weren't there, so they don't know. They don't have a firsthand account of like, yeah, Ben was like the main yes. one pulling the yeah. weight, right? Not Riley. Riley actually hindered a lot of performances <laughs> most of the time. Um, and so it's very funny that they're like, especially Oren is like so starstruck by by Riley being there. Um, is so silly to me. But I mean, I don't know. Like, uh, podcasts can be very large, right? Like, th- there yeah. are people who beyond just celebrities who do podcasts there are podcasters who have become uh celebrities as a result of their like i'm thinking like podcasts like my favorite murder right where they do live shows and they're like so many people show up to them and they're recognizable people um and so it's 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 possible that this is the case for for riley oh yeah it's a bit silly right like (laughs) well it's just like um of all people it's oren (laughs) like who has the books who has who wants to i totally oren for like fanboying here totally makes sense but then like wanting like to get books and all of that i was like interesting yeah um but we also find out i did like how riley kind of addresses like what he's been working on for the past 15 years or so with yes him, which was a good way to kind of address the time between the the movies and now yes. uh and they present the clue to him and riley riley's all over it <laughs> he's, just he's like, like oh twin that must mean two which is more than more one than- it's like, oh, my, I knew this was going to happen, too, that he was going to flail around. Like, there was just no way he would know what this was referring to. I also feel like, okay, not for nothing, but they're not doing him any favors either because they're giving him no context. Yeah. They're not giving him, like, the background on any of this. They're just like, hey, here's a weird riddle. Solve it. Yeah, like, you don't know what could be. It could be referring to 800 number of things. And he's an anagram guy, so he could be trying to anagram the heck out of that thing. Exactly. It doesn't. They didn't do him uh, very much service. You're correct. Uh, But he gets saved by Agent Hendricks, who is also at the wake and kind of takes him away from that. Yeah. Warren does make it back to Ethan's to get the books. And lo and behold. 
Yeah, they weren't. Go- this okay. I also maybe I'm stupid. I didn't really understand the purpose of this. Of like, Ethan seemed to have lied about going golfing just so like he could like have sex with his girlfriend. Uh-huh. Yep, I think I guess. But why or did he care? It was the after it was like the nineteenth green. Oh. Or something. Oh, the 19th hole. Oh, um, working on that backstroke. Um, yeah, I suppose. I mean, I don't. Again, I don't. It maybe I don't know. Maybe it's just me. It just felt like why? Why is this? Why does this matter? Like why? Yeah, who cares that he lied about this. I don't know. And he comes out like all sh- in, like shamey about it like yeah, and then like he's like, doing the walk of shame but it's like bro you live here you're allowed to have sex with your girlfriend in your yeah. own the, you know domicile well i wonder if like nina's like never over and like we're in but i don't Orin, know correct me if i'm wrong Orin literally just moved in with ethan so <laughs> yes. like ethan this is ethan's place really it's a, like first of all that's a nice place it's ethan. massive <laughs> as the other all as every place is here um, but yeah, they, okay, this was the weirdest part of everything. Was they're like, oh my god, Riley, we want to meet him. Let's crash awake. I mean, no. <laughs> what are we doing here? Like, literally, you could tell me my favorite celebrity is going to be at someone else's wake, and I would be like, oh, that's a little weird. Like, I'm a little uncomfy with that. No thanks. I feel uncomfortable enough when it's like I'm so many degrees removed from the person who deceased who died yes. that i'm like i don't know if i should really be here Nina sure certainly <laughs> shouldn't be going to this yeah. i mean ethan shouldn't no. either but certainly not nina yeah yeah seriously nina come on i don't understand this <laughs> uh meanwhile back at the good old the good old week back at the wake agent Roz is uh talking with the nurse who's taking care of sandusky before he died and kind of learns that sandusky was estranged from everyone um and she's like oh that's interesting let me go talk to you jane and jen who came to visit me the other day and they kind of like say you know it was Liam's grandpa that brought us together. That's why we're here. Like, that's how we know Liam. And we found our kidnapped friend. It's cool. Everything's cool. Cool, cool, cool. And Liam comes to help out and says, you know, didn't you know my grandpa's crazy? I just got to say, not a big fan of um, dementia being linked to crazy. I'm just going to say that. Nope, like, not a fan of that at all. I think the show is uh, not... Again, I will say this feels very old school, mm-hmm. like how they're referencing these types of like, these are mental health struggles. Mm-hmm. This is like a serious disease that really shouldn't be linked to someone having mental health struggles. Like this is, this is something very, very serious. I totally agree with you. It rubbed me very much the wrong way. Um, when everyone is like, oh, he was just a kooky old guy losing his mind. And it's yeah. like, actually, no, he had a disease that affects his brain. Um, and it's not really nice of you to say he was crazy. And also, I don't like the word crazy. Yeah. Um, so I agree with you. And again, th- for <laughs> for something like before where it felt like more modern conversation, this feels very, very old, like yeah. and outdated. Yeah, very much so. I I just and it's interesting because they're talking about like dementia caused a lot of pain for his family too, that they're not dealing with. Like this could be flushed out into a lot more than just writing it off as quote unquote crazy, which is not a good word to use in any context. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, uh, Agent Ross 
has this conversation, but then she sees Hendrix and she runs. I was very like taken aback that she was like, Oh, I gotta go. Like, I gotta run. I'm like, you see this guy at the office all the time. Like, what what is Again, happening here? Uh, maybe she thought, like, <laughs> oh, he's gonna he's gonna think like see it's suspicious that I'm here, but I'm like okay, but you're FBI. He was FBI. You literally just have to say you're paying your respects. That's all you have to do. That's it. But she runs away and just, as is tradition on this show, breaks into the house. People love breaking into this guy's house. Favorite pastime. She's like (laughs) skulking around. I love that. Okay. Um, I, I don't know about everybody, right? It, was it weird to you that Agent Ross just had like a plant identifier app on her phone automatically? I mean, okay. I feel like you have to download plants this. It's like a hobby, right? Like people love plants. I own plants. I don't have this app. <laughs> people. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that's like in the FBI kit that you like download on your phone. Like, when you, you, need become... this, you need this. <laughs> you need this app because it will tell you. I feel like this is the job for like the the medical investigator, like the, right. the autopsy person. Um, it was so strange to me, especially because not for nothing. I've looked into plant apps because I wanted an app. I have a lot of plants now. I've gotten into plants last year. I wanted an app that was going to help me like track when I needed to water Ooh, yeah, what yeah. plant because every plant has different needs and like some need to be misted. Some need to be watered. It's easier. Some are better to water from the bottom, blah, 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 blah. A lot of them are paid subscriptions. Like you cannot just, especially ones like this, in my opinion, where you have the, like you hold the phone and there's like a, a yeah. camera and it identifies what plant it is. I feel like that would be a paid subscription. So let's go with your theory of the FBI <laughs> requires this on every phone and pays for it. Cause that makes more sense to me than, you know, I don't want to break my brain with this. <laughs> it's required you have to have it because you never know when you're going to break into someone's house and be looking for medications that you can take it back to your me doctor friend and then you just happen to find a poisonous berry first one first one you find poisonous plant that's it done she bags it up too like she was prepared she had everything that she needed bags it up um sees agent hendrix on the way out and he's all like you know I support you. Like, always, always listen to civilian reports. And I'm yeah. like, even more sus of him now. Yeah. I'm even more sus of him than I was before. Yeah. You're on my list, Adrian Hendricks. I got your, I got your number. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. 
ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Well, the party is just about to begin because Orin, Ethan, and Nina have all arrived at the wake. Everybody's here now. And Ethan does this weird, like, he sees the guy who was following them at Graceland. And so he takes it on him. It's like some sort of machismo thing was happening with him because he was like, I got to go. Oh, you guys go first. I got to go talk to this guy. And he like just like walks up and like, yeah. I don't know. It was like spook trying to spook him. But I guess it works because the guy drove away. This is apparently one of Billy's Billy's goons. But I just thought it was really interesting. It's like, OK, OK, Ethan. Yeah. Um. It. It's like, oh my god, it was that guy. It was that guy that you thought that was following us. It's like, how? Why would you assume that Billy would stop have like following you at, at, at this point? Like you're you're on her list. Like yeah. I, I don't understand why it would be like, oh, uh, suddenly she's just gonna leave us alone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Riley also breaking into the house at this point, and I thought this was interesting. He was gonna text Ben to reach out for help with this clue, but he's like, no. I can do it. I can put my big boy clue finding pants on and I can do it. And he finds the clue room like just boop, boop, because it was one of Riley's books in French on the bookshelf. And so he had to go investigate. And that's how he finds the clue room. Okay. People Tell be me. finding clue rooms way too easily <laughs> in the show. Everyone's like, ooh, what's this book? Click, 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 click. We're in. Like, I'm sorry. Do the we know? needed to make this more difficult for people to break into. Is it the same book every time? Like, I'm trying to find out if it's multiple different books or I I'm just like. I don't know. But I feel like it should be like, you have harder. to pull this book out one inch, push this book in two inches. Like, you need to make it more difficult for people. Considering what they had to go through to get out of the clue room. It's way easy to get in real hard to get out <laughs> yeah. yeah which doesn't make a whole ton of sense to me um but yeah uh riley is like oh you know what let me just peek on in here where i don't belong yeah and jess upon hearing you know that they were being followed she's like she goes i need to i need to warn warn liam and runs in and then finds riley in the clue room yeah she she thinks that liam will be like hiding in the clue room because he needed like a moment to himself he didn't want his mom to like call on him to do a eulogy and so i mean i understand this makes sense for me that this would be the place that she would go looking for him um but yeah she finds riley there and like oh my god riley just (laughs) riley just rileying all over this clue room um First of all, Riley, I understand that you're like, oh, my gosh, these are like the cute little spectacles that I wore in one of the movies. Um, It says don't touch and you don't touch, sir. Like this is not this is not show and tell. Why are you touching the things? <sighs> As someone who used to work in a museum, you really do want to abide by those don't touch rules. Like, you really do. Saying. Like this is OK. He knows Sandusky. He knows this guy. He knows this guy was FBI. He knows that he had to push a whole bunch of books in and out to get yeah. into this room. Why would he not think that there are some going to be some little tripwires and stuff in here? It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But you know what? He has it's grabby been- hands. 
Yeah, he it's been 15 him. years, okay? <laughs> like, since he's been out in the field. Yes. He, he doesn't know. He can't help himself. Ridiculous. <laughs> so, yeah, this... they get locked in because we yes. see, like, lasers all of the sudden. Like... I thought it was going to be fine. Just, okay, lasers. I get it. You're locked in. You're going to have to fend your way out. When they were like, the oxygen levels are dropping, I was like, holy crap, Sandusky. Like, like, is this murder? <laughs> like, right? if I mean, I okay, I don't know the rules, especially they probably vary from state to state. I don't know the rules on like if someone breaks into your home and is like in your clue room, um, if you're allowed to just deplete the oxygen until they die. Like, I don't know if you oh, would get arrested yeah. for that. I feel like the clue room rules do vary by jurisdiction. Yeah, I feel like at least it's manslaughter. Yeah, for sure. Can you kill two people? Like, still, that's like, you know. I know he he wasn't supposed to, he has grabby hands and he wasn't supposed to touch the spectacles, but does he deserve to die for it? No, just detain no. him is fine enough. And then, of course, because they're losing oxygen and are trapped in this room, they need a code. And I just was like, another another code? We need another code? This is like the like every episode, there's a code. That's all, like. Yeah, this is. Many codes. <laughs> it's getting out of hand. It's truly getting out of hand um, how many codes they need to have to be able to get out of here. Um, and there's like this code. There was the Elvis code. There was the escape room code. It's like if Jess does not get a job at the FBI for the number, like she should be keeping track of the number of codes that she her, has. Like, FBI board she had up in the apartment. Yes, the, yeah. Like, and stuff. Yeah. Um, she needs to get herself a cork board or a whiteboard. Um. But yeah, so then we have um, then we have the nurse is like hanging out on the terrace, which is where Liam yeah. is. And he's like, and we get the, I mean, we all knew this, this part was coming, right? Where we get the nurse being like, oh, your grandfather loved to come out here and like sneak some whiskey. And okay, <laughs> Liam is not a bad singer. I'm going to start by saying that. Okay. Not a bad musician, not all a bad right. singer. All right. But the fact that he says, oh, your grand the only thing that your grandfather smiled to was your music i'm like really now first really? of all we know that's a lie because when just figured out the clue he smiled so he did smile lies nurse lies. lies lies but very kind thing to say to a grandson at this time in his grief i could yeah. see it you know if that's where he was going from um while he is not a bad singer i will say <laughs> His songs could be better. <laughs> the songs are not good. And that's where that's what I'm saying. Like, I think the guy himself is not a bad singer. I assume it's the actor who's who's singing. Yeah, yeah um, I the think the songs so. are not good. It, the so- okay, let's put it this way. The songs are about the lyrics are about as good as the dialogue in this show. <laughs> which is what? to say, not great. <laughs> I mean, in one episode it was la 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 la. And I was yeah. like, and this one, um, Liam, after Hendrix eulogizes Sandusky by like saying he reminded me to never ignore a civilian report, no matter how ridiculous it might sound, being referencing the one time he did ignore a civilian report being about the Declaration of Independence being stolen, which does sound a little ridiculous before that movie. But after the movie, I'm pretty sure. It's yeah it's ridiculous anymore but then liam's like okay i'm gonna come up he wasn't expected to but because grandpa's music made me smile the i'm going to touch him yeah. yeah i'm gonna sing this song i missed that van I this song was such crap 
oh my gosh it's like all about his dad and like oh how he misses him and his mom is like oh my gosh it's so beautiful that was about your dad wasn't no she and she like rushes up to him and was like i was so wrong about like your talent and like all of these things and like nashville's game and like all this and i was like wow wow i'm like did you hear the same song i did (laughs) okay ma all right concerning yeah (laughs) back in the clear room the levels are dropping riley knows that like 85 percent of codes are people's birthday so uh if you have a code device people maybe not your birthday also um, my birthday is august 10th so one day away from mr sandusky not ooh, obviously they're not the same year but ooh. uh i was pretty impressed he's a leo look he's at that leo yeah just like you have to see it <laughs> uh, but yeah the, we should all know that a, an fbi agent with right? a clue room is not gonna set the passcode as his birthday yeah yeah uh were you surprised to learn that riley hates escape rooms during this part of our, of our episode no <sighs> Riley seems like he would just suck at clue rooms. He really would. I think so. At like escape rooms. Yeah, he's he's terrible. And so, yeah, they're like, oh, maybe he hid the passcode because of the dementia. Um, and so then like Jess gets in her head. Oh, it's the it's uh, FBI, fidelity, bravery and integrity. And this is where like Riley turns to him and says, you remind me of an old friend of mine. And I was like, like Sandusky? Like, who are who are we talking about? Oh, see, I, I felt her? like it was insanely overt, especially later when he's just like, oh, you you think just like Ben. And Ben was oh, always sure. right. Yeah, okay. So it yeah, felt very part. much yes. like, yeah. oh, my gosh, really? I'm like, she doesn't remind me anything of Nicolas Cage, but OK, <laughs> sure, show, sure. Yeah. So, of course, just his mind goes to work. It's like fidelity also means loyal. What's loyal? Dogs. Here's a dog sca- statue. Oh, there's a 74 at the bottom of this statue so that must be the first set of numbers in the clue again we get the beautiful mind stuff with like the highlighting of the things it's all very silly um and so they like oh think oh maybe uh bravery is like the seven like uh flag stripes on the u.s flag but that's wrong this is when tasha notices like where where has jess been she's been gone for a while and liam is back so she should be back by now Yes. Um, and I'm like, you don't think she's in the bathroom for like five minutes, but okay. Uh, and so no she, the bathroom. No. yeah, she's in the clue room and she all of a sudden hears something and she starts clicking books around and I'm like, you see how easy it is to get in this clue room? But she can't. Well, it, well it's it's, it's, she would have been able to get in yeah, if they weren't true. locked down in there. That's yeah. True. Which also feels like sh- it should be, um, there should be like an override for that fairly easily because what if like literally anyone in your family gets stuck yes. in there? Like you don't want them to die. Yes. I mean, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, back out on the lawn, Liam's finished his song, but then they've realized that Jess is missing and it's like calling the Avengers or something because Liam and Ethan like hop into action or like, we have to go. We have to go save Jess. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, back in the room, they figure out bravery is um, connected to Jackson Dusky's silver star because that is a brave thing to earn. There are 11 points on the star, so they solve the second one. Meanwhile, outside, Liam is like, I know there's a watch. First of all, how did he learn so much about this this house that he just got and all of this stuff? And even though he didn't talk to his grandpa, but okay. He knows yeah. there's a watch, but what if the watch is on his grandpa in the casket? It's like, if you knew there was a watch, why would you not 
take that off of him before they buried him. That doesn't make a ton of sense. Yeah. Um, but then, like, <laughs> I really enjoyed um, the more the oxygen levels were going down, and Jess and uh, and Riley are like falling to the ground, yeah. and it's oh dramatic. It was very. I mean, I'm not a doctor. I don't know exactly what happens when you're like don't have enough oxygen. But I did enjoy uh, the dramatics of it all. <laughs> it was very dramatic. Uh, Riley was talking about how, you know, how Jess thinks, uh, as you were mentioning earlier, Jess, uh, you know, that in, back in one of the movies, I think it was the second one, second one, first one, about Charlotte, they thought, he thought that Charlotte was a person, but Ben knew it was a ship. Yeah. And then this is like all that Jess needs to like, turn her mind to say oh there were other interpreters than Malinche that were forced to translate for coloners this has to be uh, a I cannot okay tell me I'm I'm right here I'm here I'm trying to like the show I'm really doing my best to like give it the benefit of the doubt yeah okay when you don't have enough oxygen getting to your brain when you when you're like literally dying from lack of oxygen i don't understand how your brain gets stronger and you can like think clearly and also like she didn't realize this until right this second um that it's sacagawea and again um these young adults are uh maybe it's just that they're like i'm jealous and they're just like so much smarter than me but they just feel like so unrealistically intelligent um especially for their age group unless they're like i mean i mean i you know young adults can be obsessed with history that's totally cool and it's just like so far fetched to me that she's like almost dying from lack of oxygen, and she's just like Sagajuia, and then like immediately stands up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was interesting because this totally could have happened after they got out of the room. Like that would make more sense than in the middle of this like body panic situation. Like they could, like let's get out of the clue room and then put it all yeah. together. But she figures it out there, and then then her brain goes even more. And she's like, integrity doesn't also doesn't just mean honesty and virtue. It can mean whole. Okay, let me look at this. Uh, don't shred on me, snake, <laughs> and then put the snake together, and then it's an anagram. And Riley's good at these, so they come up with the eighty-one <laughs> by the end of it all, because eighty-one is what just came up with, even though Riley came up with one eighty. And- well, I don't know. I I feel like it's a it's a mistake to have a clue that can be two different answers agreed um because like i don't because riley it's it's no one no answer is uh like more or right or more more or less wrong than the other like they're both correct and so it doesn't it feels like a mistake that that was what he did um well uh, i wonder if both would have been accepted or i mean they have like three other tries left to go in the clue thing so they could have it's tried strange, one right it's yeah a, it is a it feels like a bit of an oversight um but we but yeah, needed to know that just equals ben exactly <laughs> that is why ex- that's exactly why they did it um again very very silly um but they really are like trying to get nicholas cage infused into the show somehow yes um and by, that's how they're gonna do it yes so they get out and then I don't know like well first of all one thing I did want to mention before we get, get to what happens when they get out of the room while um Liam was looking for the for the watch he did find a package that was from the evil Latin group that Billy's a part of in the pile of yes mail so something there's some connection something that I'm sure will be explained next episode 
but yeah. that was one thing that stood out to me from that. But they get out and everyone is just sitting there and they're like all sad. I was like, are you not happy that your friends are alive? Like, I don't understand. They're just sitting there. They're all sad and just like, well, I, I solved the clue. <laughs> I'm like, get her an oxygen mask. Like, when she what is happening? How she solved the clue. She talks new things we hadn't even heard yet. She was like, Newfoundland is not three words. It's one word. A Newfoundland dog. Yeah, and I'm like, first of all, Jess, if you're so smart about it, it's Newfoundland, not Newfoundland. Um, There you go. It really, it drove, like, it did hurt my brain a little bit. Like, I love dogs. Newfoundlands, Newfies are some of the cutest dogs that have ever existed. Um, and yeah, it's a Newfoundland dog, Lewis and Clark. It was Sacagawea. Uh, she hit a clue in her journals, like so-and-so loved Newfoundland dogs. And that's why they knew that they would keep it. It was like, yeah. wait, what? Like, how did we get here? What's yeah. this clue she's even talking about? Like, she just had enough from like, it's Sacagawea. Like she could have just said like, it's Sacagawea. But then they were like, fair weather is Mary weather. Mary weather Lewis was on uh, like, it's Lewis and Lewis and Clark. And then- yeah. Like he was governor of Louisiana. <laughs> I did like, I did like, I don't know how we got there, but I did like that. We did get to talk about York who was an enslaved person um, that traveled with Lewis and Clark mm. throughout this entire exposition. I don't know how we got there from Bend is York is the person's name York Bend. I, I don't. I truly don't know. I don't know how we got there, but I like that we got like history that we don't normally get. That yeah, was cool. I liked. I like that mention, but I don't I know how we got there. For me, it's very. <laughs> it's okay. The show makes me feel both like I'm really dumb for not following the clues, but also they're like, oh, you must be really stupid that we have to make everything else so obvious. Well, yeah, it's like. It is rough because there's just, and I, again, I think I wouldn't pick up on it as much in a movie, but like, because we're here and I mean, it's also part of the nature in terms of of how we're experiencing the show because we're podcasting about it. But at the same time, you have a podcaster on the show, you know, you should know how how this is going to go. It's just a little cheesy at, at times. Um, and and yeah, like it really, it feels like we're making like leaps and jumps in these clues when like we're, I'm like, I'm, I mean, I'm not a history buff, I wouldn't say, but I'm just like struggling to keep up with how this clue connects to this clue and also how you're so knowledgeable about all this stuff. Like, that's what, it, I mean, I have a degree in history and it does not work. My brain does not work like this. Like, I don't know how, I don't remember any, like I had to remember that Meriwether Lewis was the same Lewis and Lewis and Clark. Like it was like, yeah, you know, like it's, but again, I'm not, you know, podcasting nor working for the national archives nor any of that about history as, as much as Riley is. So he's able to pull these things or just, but just in these kids, they're working on an American education system view of history. <laughs> like, I don't really know how they're, how they're pulling all of this yeah. stuff out of their heads. Um, yeah. So I will have to find out though, cause it will bother my brain how I got from Bend. Like, cause Bend was part of the clue to Bend is yeah. York. So I'll have to figure that out. But then York also put clues in journals and he was making his way back to Tennessee. He died in Tennessee, which is where Elvis's grandma's from. So we have to tie it all together. All together. Uh, and Riley, of course, knows all of this uh, because he has a podcast. 
Uh, I just want to say that's not how podcasting works. <laughs> like, yes, I, I pretty much have forgotten what I've already podcasted about. Yeah, it's uh, it is so funny. Uh, so no, it's very funny when he's just like, I know because I made a podcast, and I'm like, that is not how podcasting works. <laughs> not my experience, but with that, at least. Yeah, I'm like, oh. if you want. I don't even remember inventing Anna, like what it was about. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but they all remember, well, Oren remembers specifically because he went on a field trip to the governor's mansion that this journal is on display there because Mary Weather Lewis was the governor of Louisiana. I'm assuming that's where we're headed next to that would try make sense. And find this journal. Yeah. Well, this episode cannot end without. Without a kiss under the tree, because uh, Liam has Liam has really discovered and really taken to heart that there is no greater treasure than lost time. That doesn't even make sense. None of this. <laughs> oh he's like, God. I'm not okay. wasting I'm not wasting time anymore. I'm gonna kiss you. Oh. Okay. Listen, I tried. I'm trying to like just stop. I, I you know what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to just be like, you know what? Just enjoy the show. Just don't overthink it, you know? know. But then they do stuff like this where, okay, this entire scene made me (laughs) question whether or not I'm just a very old person Um, because (laughs) he's just like, oh, there's no greater treasure than the last time. And just full on kisses Jess and like a prolonged makeout scene where like, you're at your grandfather's wake and this is the, the this is the moment yeah. to just mac on this girl and then and then we have ethan seeing this whole thing nina comes up and she's just like oh she's obviously into bad boys look at him he's a, he's a musician he's such a bad boy and then i okay any any human being anybody any person in the entire world would see the look on ethan's face and be like, oh, he's obviously very jealous, right? Like any, any, any human being yeah. would be like, wow, that guy is a jealous guy. Except for Nina. Except for <laughs> Nina, who's like, oh, I'm into good guys. And they start making out. Okay, it's bad enough that the grandson of the deceased is making out of his week. You have some rando girl who's connected to essentially no one making out <laughs> a stranger's week. And I'm just like, Nina, girl, I get it. He's cute. Just, like, take it in the car. Like, bring it somewhere else. Not at the wake. What is happening? And then Orin's like, hmm, let me manage to kiss Tasha because everybody else is making out. It was, like, make out dominoes. It was really bad. I, I, I truly, I think this scene broke my brain. Because, I, I again, I felt, I don't know. Again, do you ever feel like this, Marissa, where you're watching a show and you're like, am I just too old to get it? Am oh, I just too old to understand? Like, okay, I just feel like, and I've never been that kind of person who's very, like, mushy-gushy, like, you know, whatever. Um, I, I Logic is where my brain usually, you know, I'm very much thoughts, not feelings, um, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. But, like, I was like, I've never, ever been at Awake and been like, I cannot stop myself. I need to make out with you right now. Here's the thing. Maybe you shouldn't have been at the wake. <laughs> like- you, you don't belong here. You, don't, you simply do not belong here. And I don't understand well- what's happening. I will say this though, like uh, grief. This is the thing; it doesn't add up for Nina because she wasn't like directly affected by this loss. But I will say, grief can make you do some some things. Like fair if, enough. If, like if you if I, I kind of get it from Liam's perspective, 
even though it's really crappy. No, I, but, I, Liam but, is the only one who you can like kind of excuse for it. And I guess Jess, because if he's going to make the move, like why not? But it is a little, it's it to me, the strangest one is Nina. Yes. Like, by far, Nina and Ethan, by far the weirdest. Yeah. Yeah. And then the whole good boy, bad boy. First of all, that's a whole thing we just need to, that, that also feels dated in this conversation because boy, like people are people. Like there's, yeah. let's not assign qualities. Not all musicians are bad boys. <laughs> Yeah, like, that was her reasoning. It's so and- silly too. Like I don't know. Okay, maybe uh, you tell me. Um, Liam uh, doesn't exactly strike me as a bad boy. No. Like he doesn't like. It's not like inherently he looks like a bad boy no. to me. Yeah. Like where's his leather jacket? Like that's what a bad boy needs. Where's his motorcycle? Um, yeah. Like it's it's uh, where's his cigarette? Right. Like, you know, like, bad boys are not inviting their friends to their grandpa's wake. I, I, like I that's not happening. It. Yeah, no. Um, it, it was very yeah. silly. It was very why this, why now? Um, they're like, we need, we have a makeout quota. We have to hit it. Okay, bing, bing, boom. It's in we the got makeouts happening. Yeah. Uh, all very, all very strange. Yeah, just very weird. Yeah, yeah. Well, with the week being over, Riley's headed back to I'm assuming DC or somewhere. Um, he he can't leave though without calling Ben because. They're attached to the hip. I thought that was so cute. It was just like, I got to call. Got to call my buddy, Ben. Gotta yeah, it's very funny. Um, and then, But then right away, Riley turns around and calls Jess at this point and lets Jess know that someone knows about your clue, the Elvis clue, because, because Ben's mom, Emily Gakes, who just so happens to also be a Mesoamerican expert, <laughs> was questioned about this clue um, this morning with like mm-hmm. having the Elvis recording. I was like, whoa. I mean, I guess one thing, even though everything is over the top, is like it does show you how connected everything can be. Like, we are not as separate from each other as we think we are if right. this can all happen, even if it's, if it's outlandish. Yeah, um, and I think it tracks that like it, it, it's right after the makeout with Liam. Like it makes sense yeah. as to like why they did the makeout here so that they can have um Jess learn this information and then be like, oh my gosh, the only other person who had that recording was Liam. And of course, she's gonna naturally be suspicious of him at that moment. And so I'm am intrigued to see now that we've had uh the makeout moment right mm-hmm. like okay now she doesn't trust him uh seemingly so it'll be interesting to see where we go from here at least do you think jess is also going to be an adept spy and keep up the interest in liam to be close to him like keep your enemies closer absolutely not no i don't think she has that in her i think immediately she is going to be very suspicious of him um and and give up her cards and be like did you send that recording um i i don't know what what do you think uh i don't know if <sighs> I don't know. I think she'll try to distance, but also can see like she's going to want to know. I don't think she's going to straight out ask him. I think she's going to try to like yeah. finagle her way into knowing. It's hard because right. She's tr- she wants to be an FBI agent and you have to be a sleuthy, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's not a word, but sure. Um, And, but at the same time, I think she's not going to be able to help herself because she is also someone who values information. And I don't know that she can go on without knowing who is the person who revealed the Elvis music. um, And if it's Liam, I think she just like inherently needs to know that. 
100% she's telling Tasha that much. Oh, I know. Um, like she already did that. She already did it. Yeah. 100%. That's who she's saying too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's and But not, I think there will be some distrust between her and Ethan still, even though he bought cupcakes, but of because course, of course there will kiss. Be. Ugh. Well, that wraps up episode four. We are at the midway point. So things should be, I don't know how they could be speeding up more than they are. I've already tried to speed things up, but yeah. we are coming towards the, back end of our adventure here mm-hmm. on this podcast with the show thank you so much for joining us uh and if you'd like to hear other things that we are working on just where can people find you and listen to non-treasure related podcasts yeah just I mean, like their treasures of podcasts <laughs> Uh, just like last week, I'm covering, we finished up season four of community building, thankfully. Um, so we're heading into season five in the new year and then mythic quest. We are finishing up our coverage only a few weeks left of mythic quest, uh, season three. So go check out those things. And then of course, shit 90 shows taught me Dawson's Creek and some other bonus content in the works. Um, so you could find me on Twitter at the Jess Sterling. If you want to give me a little follow. Oh, that's so nice. As for me, I am here on this here podcast, and then I just wrapped up Wednesday. If you binge that over the holidays, we got a whole slew of podcasts waiting there for you, and they are also in their own feeds. You can find them at like Wednesday. Just search Wednesday and post your recaps. You'll be fine there. And then uh, I do have some other things in the works, but they will be announced shortly, so you can always find out what's new with me on Twitter at MarsBars, M-A-R-Z-B-A-R-S. And I don't know, do we have anything better in terms of sign offs here? Justin Bartha sounds like just constant Justin Bartha sounds. Bartha sounds out. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.